Welcome, friends, to Tanked Up, the podcast all about video games and beer. I'm one of your hosts, Ben. It's episode 387, and I'm here with Lucy. Hi, you're back. Hi. Thank you. Hi. You'll keep the show on the road today. <laughs> How long? I know the last episode is going up later this week. How long was the last episode? Because uh, we're here with Adel as well. Hi. Oh, I, I, I think it was a normal know time. Long it was. Okay. Yeah, cool. I think it was like cool. hour and a half. Yeah, I don't like that. Too too long. Yeah. Fair. Nice. Nice. I mean, it's not full the, of not tangents the... and weird things, but it was a normal. Yes. <laughs> it's not the the unreleased like three and a half hour coffee episode. No. <laughs> no. I don't even know if I still have those files. I think they, yeah. they, they think they yeah, pushed impossible themselves. Just a, just expired. They're like, no, this, these are too big. They, we just delete them after like 30 days. They're gone. Um, nice. Let's uh, uh, let's jump into some beers. We're going to record maybe a little bit longer this evening um, uh, and perhaps, hopefully, get through into a two-beer podcast. Um, <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Lucy, uh, um, I know you and I have cracked our beers uh, already. You a little bit earlier. Uh, what are you yeah. What are you drinking currently? What's the first I beer that you've opened up? I'm drinking a beer from Track, and this is mm. their birthday double dry hot dipper. Nice. Uh, does it say which birthday? Part of our 2023 birthday collection to celebrate turning nine. Wow, they're nine. Uh, and it's got citrus cryo, citrus spectrum, citra. T90, Nelson Sovin, and Mouter, M-O-U-T-E-R-E, which is a new one to me. Oh, yeah, I've not heard of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I can't believe they're nine. Mm. <laughs> That's nuts. But it makes sense. Yeah. I need to go and visit <laughs> them again. I, I visited them in, I went to Manchester four years ago, uh-huh. but then they were just like, a little tiny little wee bit um, under cloud water, and now they've got their proper oh, yes. uh, tap room. So yeah, I definitely. I mean, I love Manchester anyway. So mm. well, that'd be good. Just a just a little mm. weekend. Just a little weekend up there. Mm. When when Maybe United I just are, go live there again. Well, I was going to say when United are playing a little bit better. Oh, screw uh, that. We should do a weekend. So do a weekend if I can throw again. rocks at the team or whatever. <laughs> I just boo them say, constantly. Run. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Stop being lazy, motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> good. Um, Adol, what are you going to crack into? Oh, I've Thanks. got a special one today. It's based uh, my buddy Joel recommended it. And so mm-hmm. there is... Um, have you heard of an Urbok? No. That's a Pokemon. Mm. The snake so one. The, <laughs> so in Germany, there are um, certain types of beers you only get in certain places. Right. Regions, right? And this is the... Banger's Specialitat uh, Urbach. The Schlenkerla, the historic smoked beer brewery. Uh, yeah. Uh, I Schlenkerla Rachbier Urbach is. Oh, yeah, sorry, it's a rock beer Urbach. Is the complex sibling of the classic Marzen smoke beer. Exactly like the classic, all its barley mar- mar- all its barley malts are killed and smoked by burning beechwood logs and historical mm. Schlenkerla fire maltings. Its higher smoke malt concentration and longer maturation in its 14th century beer cellars underneath Bamberg. Sorry, on the 14th century beer, beer cellars underneath Bamberg create a taste profile of most intense smokiness, beautifully balanced with deep malt sweetness. As one of the last traditionally made smoked beers, it's a passenger in the arc of taste by slow food. 
I don't know. There was some trademarks in that last sentence. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah I was. Nice. I, I was going to write down the the name and uh, I will send it to you. <laughs> send it to me. Yes, I, I'm not going to just guess at that. I, I um, mean, it's clearly traditional. It's got the very like. Yes. Yes. Old school Germanic scripty. Mm-hmm. This could be on a scroll. The Indiana Jones knockoff on the Life Network. What was the, what was that game you played, Lucy? All about language and text and. Oh, Chance of Senar. Yeah. No, sorry, the other one, the the Xbox um, published one. Penitent, right? Pen- Pentiment? Pentiment, Pentiment, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, right. yes. yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Yes, that makes a lot more sense than that. Um, yeah. <laughs> good, good. Um, cool. I am drinking two arbors this evening, so I've got two big beers, uh, which is why I've already cracked uh, open. I think I cracked it, and I don't think I have actually sucked any of it yet. But I, the first beer for me uh, is a Panettone, um, which they call a festive pale ale. It is 5.2%, a little bit of flavor text. I'll take on a festive ale. Brewed with raisins, lemon, and clementine zest, and finished with a little vanilla. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm uh, uh, drinking this mm-hmm. evening. First, we'll roll yeah. all the way back round to you, Lucy. Um, you, we won't get first impressions as such because you've been no. sipping it for a little while. But uh, what do you think so far? Um, it's very good. Good. If I don't say so myself. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, really. Uh, not 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 heavy, but it's got a big substantial body. There's 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 some heft behind it, so it's like yeah, I'm drinking a big boy beer. Um, mm. Did I say what the percentage was? It's eight percent. Um, nice. And yeah, tons of like tropical flavour, just so fruity. Mm. Um, it's like getting mango, maybe a bit of pineapple as well. Hmm. Just a wonderfully rounded, fruity end to it as well. Um, mm-hmm. It's probably more sweet than it is bitter, um, but not overly sweet. Obviously, nice bit of pininess in it, just to mm. you know, it pairs well with that sweetness. It's just a well, another good track beer. It's very good. Um, they have a few birthday beers. Uh, I don't know what kind of like spectrum they're on, like what 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 the difference is. I'm guessing this might be like okay, we just pack this one in a hole with a truck ton of citra. Maybe the other ones are like specialised in like other hops or something like that. Um, but I don't know. This is really good. Uh, I think I have another one downstairs. Um, okay. There's no point in me drinking two track beers on the same podcast, but so mm. I was like, especially when they were both like differs even though my mm. beer isn't that much less uh strong than this one but um yeah i saw f- i think it was free in the shop uh free uh birthday beers so okay don't know how many many they've done maybe they've done nine for turning nine but that would seem a bit overkill i don't know Seems but, a lot. Uh, yeah <laughs> mm. but this is yeah this is great just just what you want from track like a really fruit forward beer but like it's got that balance to it you know slight bit of bitterness mm. lots of pininess very good very good i'm really good this. good good um we'll, we'll return to it for later thoughts mm. towards the end of the beer and adol we'll come to you for initial thoughts on your beer 
Yeah, poured with a little bit of head, but it's all sort of um, abated. It's got, mm. uh, but you can see mm. nice clinging of that head, with legs on it. Um, oh, I didn't tell you. It's six point five percent. Cool. Um, boy, does it smell like a campfire? Oh, that's fucking <laughs> curious. Oh. This like reminds me of like um, nosing an Isla beer, right? With that just like mm. a Lagavulin or like a Freud or something like that. Just that like peaty, fiery. Mm. Oh, yeah. It is the season for it. It is the season. I mean, it looks like Coca Cola as well, doesn't it? The, uh, yeah, the with the color of it, sort of. Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's got the yeah. reddy orange. You can just mm. glint in mm. the, the light. Just the lightness around the edge, yeah. No, I didn't make Thai green curry for dinner. Don't mind fish buds there. Mm. Oh yeah. Sorry, just like a little drop of it that was like in my mouth, and I just like reapplied it to my tongue, and it was like, oh, smoke. Is that sort of the dominating? flavor um, to it. it's malty um what i like about it is the smoke is coming sort of in the in the finish so it has right. this nice full body full, full bodied maltiness um think yeah so like not too sweet or biscuity just like a nice i think they said barley malts that makes sense to me mm-hmm. so it tastes like a, a solid sort of classic germanic um you know, multi dark beer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as as soon as that recedes, as you enter the finish, you're like, oh, mm, smoke. Again, sure. just like that, in the same way that like those um, whiskeys I mentioned have a, have this like smoky sweetness to it. This is that. Um, it's not overpowering. It's but it's complex. It's not. It's. Mm. Um, yeah, it's not like oh my god, smoke like 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 a Lafroig. Some people have described as like being punched in the face by a campfire or something like that, right? <laughs> um, this isn't that. This is like oh, it's strong. Uh, it's there. It's not s- super strong, but it's, it's very much the main part of the finish. But yeah, I'm still tasting the beery parts, and they're working really well together. Good. Um, I mean, they said yeah, the most intense smoking is beautifully balanced with deep malt sweetness. I think that's exactly what this finish is. It's this balance of the malty sweetness with the smokiness. Mm. They mm. take it turns a bit. It's it's almost like once the main taste is gone, you're like ah smoke, and then there's this moment, and then that sort of fades, and you're like ah right, that, there's the beer finish, and then when that fades again, there's this lingering smoke. So if you just wanted the smoke, you could drink this very slowly. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, we will see if I do that. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, we'll see how quickly we get through uh, uh, these to uh, roll into second beers. Uh, before we do the Panatoni from Arbor, um, it's lovely. It's 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 a lovely beer. Um, it, does it taste like Panatoni? Mm, ish. Um, it's uh, it's quite sweet. It does have a, I suppose, more. Slightly sweeter malt base to it. Um, it's only got barley in as the as the uh, malt, so this suggests, um, or I suppose is that just allergens? Maybe just as contains mm. uh, barley, whereas my second beer has barley and wheat in as um, as allergens. Um, but on the nose, it's it's and you can see it's quite a quite a brown sort of beer. Um, almost mm. a little bronzy, no head to it whatsoever. That, that carbonation in there just disappeared really, yeah. really quickly. Um, 
but the nose like a hot cider got a got, sorry it almost looks like a hot cider like in that almost color, yeah that almost bubbles mm. and a lot of i know it says a clementine zest but getting that nose to it getting a little bit of clementine on there and, and and a touch of vanilla as well in the nose that makes it you know it's meant to be a festive beer but that is kind of like the smell of christmas almost isn't it sort of mm. clementine and vanilla maybe if there was a little bit of clove in there as well you'd be like cool we've hit the three main things right frankincense golden myrrh it's all there <laughs> for, for taste profile um but it's got a lovely little nose. Um, it's not big. Uh, it doesn't jump out at you. I didn't get anything when I cracked the tin. It was only when I put my nose into the glass. Uh, but flavour-wise, you do get all of that. You get a little bit of the clementine. You get a little sweetness. The vanilla is comes in quite quickly. Um, they, 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 again, they say a little vanilla. But actually, the vanilla is a big part of this flavour. It's not overpowering, which is great. Um, but the interesting thing is the raisins in this. And I think if I was, if they hadn't had any flavor text, I don't know whether I would have picked out that it was raisin, but I can very much tell that towards the end of this beer, there is that raisin there. And it's, it's, it's a little sweet. It starts to dry out. That's when the sort of the dryness of this beer kicks in, when that raisin flavor appears and your palate just goes so dry with this not sticky and not chewy, but it's, you know, it's medium kind of bodied. But I think it feels a bit stickier than it is because of that raisin flavor and my brain just being like oh this this is kind of a bit chewy isn't it it's dried right out it's a it's raisins it's a little bit kind of uh, which is fine but it's wanting me to go back into it not necessarily for the flavor but again it's one of those beers that it wants me to go back into it because it's maybe just a bit too dry and the finish on this is just kind of pushing me to think i need to refresh and just wet my palate just a, a little bit rather than going back in for the initial maybe uh, um, sort of more citrus kind of start to it i'd say but good so far good so far um yeah i'm excited that all the christmas beers are coming on the shelves now even though i hate any? Uh, like cinnamon and raisin and all that in like mm. most things. Um, mm. Mm. I'm, I'm willing to give it a try. Um, yeah, mm. I think I picked up some an Amundsen one a okay. few weeks ago. I don't know where that is. Unless I drank it in a dr- drunken stupid. <laughs> I think it's somewhere <laughs> around the house. Um, uh, it's a dessert bear, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, I saw a Krampus there. Mm. Oh, you had the brew. Actually, the brew York beer last week, not last week. Sorry, the, oh, the previous been week. For a while, to be fair. Yeah, the dream, <laughs> yeah. dreams yeah, of, and all of those those yeah. three beers, haven't they? They're, they've been around. They're for doing a bit. Christmas like every other capitalist <laughs> regime, where it starts in September. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I've I, I've had some of those and gone back and picked some more up and had those. Mm. <laughs> so it's like they've been out for several weeks. But um, yeah. Uh, it's, I, I, I don't care for Christmas that much, but it's nice seeing like seasonal beers like mm. more prominent, you know? Because seasonal mm. beers come out all the time, but they're not really front and center and on the shelves, you know? So sure, yeah, nice, fun time. Plus, if there's Good. any time to gorge, it's Christmas, isn't mm. it? Mm. 
Uh, New Bristol um, have started releasing their kind of ramp up their their Christmas stouts, their collaboration beers that they start to do. And there was a chocolate orange one they've made with Unbarred, which I think came out this Mm. week. Uh, which I'm like, ooh, I need to. I, that, that's kind of the one. That's the one I need to search out for. Just put it in my stash, ready for, ready for that kind of week long no work sit, yeah. and just let children mm. climb all over me and hit me with their new toys while I do <laughs> ridiculous stouts for a week. Yeah. Um, yes, yes. Uh, let us move on from beers and talk about toys, I suppose, and talk about some mm. some video games that, uh, that we've all played. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna launch off um, with with a game, um, not maybe what you would expect me to launch off with, considering my latest purchase. Um, but I've been playing The Invincible. Oh yeah, um, I really want to hear which about is a uh, a classic news game, as everyone <laughs> who has listened to us for years will be happy to to know. Um, it is a narrative exploration walking sim game mm-hmm. ultimately <clears throat> oh, no a narrative exploration what did i say you said, you said that yeah yeah i did say that um <laughs> well, i don't know what the fuck my brain's doing i was gonna be like i have um, no idea what you said <laughs> yes yes um so yes uh, uh, um the invincible it's based on a novel which i i don't know i didn't know the the author um but it i would assume is a novel written sort of maybe mid-century um it's got a lot of sort of 60s and 70s aesthetic to it, um, you know, in terms of sort of the color palettes, the the type of equipment that the characters kind of have. But essentially, you are a character walking around a planet, trying to uncover the story of why you're there and what has happened to the rest of the crew of your spaceship. And it is both written and voice acted very very well uh it's it's probably some of the best voice acting i've listened to this year i would oh, say wow. um the, the the main character is just voiced just incredibly well lots of expression um it, it, it it's just it's just done in a very considered way i would say um and it isn't I don't know whether it's any big names. It's not kind of like mm. voice a voice that uh, or any voices that I sort of recognise. Uh, it's not true. Well, it might be true. Troy Baker, every single yeah. character. Um, but it, again, there's such a limited cast of characters. There's only I think five or six members of your sort of space expedition. Um, there are other characters. Uh, I believe. Um, I think I'm right at the end of the game. I haven't quite finished it yet. But I made a choice. Um, where I could, I'd, I'd done kind of everything that I had to do on planet, and then it gave me a, a choice: either stay and explore some more and find out what the fuck is going on, or hightail it off the planet. You know, uh, shit's gone down, stuff has gone wrong, mm. just get out of there. And I'm like, nah, I'm staying. I want to, I want to know that little bit more. Like the, the the narrative is engaging enough that. It, it pulled me in to be like, no, I've cool. I've got another one or two hours I can spend or want to spend with this. Not even I can, I haven't yet, but I that I want to spend with this. That's um, what they should have done with maybe in isolation. Be like, do you want to spend mm-hmm. another twelve hours doing this, or do you just want to be like, bye? And they should have just let you do the bye. And Absolutely, all the yes. Hardcore people stay on the ship and shoot some alien eggs. And very much. I think that that's every space game, right? If Callisto <laughs> Protocol had said five hours in, 
here's an escape pod you can just leave now be like yes thank you goodbye <laughs> uh, I, I, that, that's my ending I'm happy with that um, but yeah the the um, the Invincible uh, um, is just it, it's pulled me right in basically mm-hmm. um, and I like the story um, I like the cast of characters and I wanted to, to stay with it and explore that a little bit more it, it helps massively that it is a beautiful game yeah um, like uh, uh, visually, it's stunning. Um, the 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 tone, the color palette, just works very very well. And whilst the planet's kind of surface, you know, moves between grays to sort of reddy browns and oranges, and lots of different sort of colors on that spectrum, sort of in between. You know, as many colors that kind of rocks can have. Um, the 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 sky the way that the other planets are set off in kind of the background, the way that the light casts upon this game, it just works and is lovely. It looks, it's like a visual feast. Every mm. single thing that I'm moving through, I'm like, this just looks really, really nice. Even when you go like underground, there's other stuff within the environment that kind of, you know, like light reflects off of, or there's other stuff uh, happening, which just looks really, really good. And I'm very surprised because I thought with the, aesthetic uh that my machine might chug a little bit but i haven't had any issue at all okay. with it it's one of the best things about a news game right is most of the stuff is not going to be that interactable so it doesn't have to be modeled so it just has to have been rendered a pretty thing yes and interestingly one thing i did find was um a, a point in the game you have multiple paths essentially to get to the same point Right, that this is this is you're you're at point A. You've got to get to point B. This is where the narrative happens, but there's maybe two or three paths that you could take, and each of those paths might have something that will give a little bit of dialogue between your character and the person she's talking to on the radio, and each of those will be different dependent on the path that you go down, but it doesn't stop you from backtracking, so. When I was like, I've gone down this path. I wonder what is down that other path. Is there something else that I could have seen? Um, so I walked back down the other path. And interestingly, uh, on a couple of the very low, close to the ground sets of, you know, one shape, which is like four or five rocks, just didn't have a back to it. I'm like, oh, I can, I can you know, they clearly have not expected people to walk back down this path. Um, I can just see through these, see through the back of the rocks. So, and it's the only thing I have seen so far, which is like not a complete asset, I would say, or something which is a little bit kind of like, you know, seeing through the veil of of kind of what a game is as such. Um, but that's it. That's the only thing so far. Everything else is just made so well. Um, it's kind of a, a, a game as well, which doesn't signpost stuff too much. So you're walking through an environment or walking around a, a, a set of spaces. I'm like, can I interact with this? Mm, no, I can't. Can I interact with this? Mm, no, I can't. Can I interact with this? I, I want to interact with this. No, I can't. Oh, but I can interact with that in the other room just because I've been exploring and walking around and I, the prompt has kind of come up. Like It doesn't, doesn't signpost the interactable kind of elements. You could play through this game in like four hours probably and just miss a bunch of stuff. And not have all of those extra narrative elements to this that kind of flesh out the universe, that flesh out the characters. You could just hot foot 
through this in a, in a few hours, do the main story, never have any of those additional kind of interactions, and I think still have a satisfying time with this. Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Did I don't you, know how. Sorry, did you buy? Did you buy it or is this? No, no. We got a pass? we got a code. Um, oh, we got a code. It's, it's yeah, not on yeah, Game Pass anymore, right? Wasn't it? Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know if it came on Game Pass. Um, it's a it's a game I've I've had my eye on since like a trailer last year, I think. Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, I as, as soon as I got the email that. saying codes are up, I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. yes, I I will have one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard pretty much what you've said then about the about the game that I think people may be expecting a bit more from it, like mechanically. But mm. I think when people get over that, they say it's a, yeah, it's a very good walking simulator, and and yeah, just the vibes and the aesthetic is goes a long way. Absolutely. Into like um, making it a complete package. So, yeah. Mm. But yeah, that's I think good it's... that the voice acting is good because like mm. when I think of something like Firewatch, like even the story, well the. The ending and the, 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 the whole, you know, sub-narrative mm. that was, you know... I mean, the main narrative, really, was the relationship between was Henry and Delilah. But, like, yes. the sub-narrative was, like, that didn't pay off. And that was more confusing than anything else. But elevating that narrative was the voice acting. Mm. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm going to have to check this out, then. Um I might pick it up actually because uh, Epic's got their Black Friday coupon for thirty three percent off of oh purchases and the Steam sales on and then the, yes. yeah I don't know if Steam has it on sale but it's a twenty five quid game okay that's like not unreasonable to take two thirds of that and give it to a developer. Help us Absolutely, out. you you, <laughs> you picked that up for like fifteen quid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, Twenty five pound. I don't think is a high price point for this. You know, if maybe you played through and you check out at that early stage, you might think to yourself, "Ooh, that no, might you know actually. maybe maybe there should be a bit more to this." But there, you know, the, the, the game allows you. And I don't know whether actually, you know, the the game might not allow you to check out early. There was an option to check out early mm. don't know whether the game allows you to actually mm-hmm. do that had i have chosen that and it might have just narratively gone oh no you can't because there's like a sandstorm or some shit and you can't you actually get our planet so you have to yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> um you know whether it's that that false sense of choice mm. um which it's a narrative game that the the, the 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 hits are going to be there i don't think it's not a diverging path or anything like that it is just you will experience that you hit point a this is what you experience you hit point b this is what you experience you don't hit at least from my understanding you don't hit something different at point c if you've gone and looped around right. the second path or something like that so you're going to experience and everyone's going to experience the same sort of story you just get a little bit more uh, um contextual <coughs> environmental uh, uh kind of dialogue and mm. explanation and narrative the more you explore basically um and as i say that the kind of the world grabbed me enough and i love that I love a sci-fi game, um, especially kind of these like sci-fi games written in the or sci-fi stories written in the sort of the 30s and 40s, uh, yeah. which are like science. Oh, and, and, and just <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like a man with a rocket pack 
You're like, oh my god, it's the future! And it's like 4,000 years into the future and we've only just like made food out of a pill or something. You're like, no, that that, that just happened like eight years later, don't you know? Uh, yeah. uh, I love that idea of like stuff like that seems yeah. so far flung into the future that, no, we've just got that shit now. But it's, mm. you know, in this game or in this narrative and in this story seems so out there and, and crazy. Uh, so, yeah, uh, uh, I'm really enjoying it. Um, it, it's it's I've got so much work on every time I sit at the PC I'm like I could uh, no I'll just do some more work um, <laughs> so yeah yeah uh, but I would I would recommend this to anyone who likes a narrative uh, exploration walking simulator game uh, it, it very much reminds me of um, oh what's the fucking Chinese room one the name has escaped me suddenly um, um with the powers at the end of the game and the, that one where basically gone to the rapture. everyone's gone to the rapture yeah. thank you lucy yes yeah. yes where you're walking through this like desolate empty mm-hmm. world but it just provides so much story to mm-hmm. you it's just constantly giving uh constantly giving narrative and um exposition to you oh. all the time which is great very cool. Um, on Epic yeah. Game Store, uh, Deliver Us Mars. Uh, oh. which is very quite similar in aesthetic is free mm. currently. So oh, nice. Week, so, yeah, maybe if you hanker in for more of that, mm. play, play that. Because I think I've. Nice. I think I kickstarted the first game in that series. Is that series. Deliver, deliver, deliver the, the moon. moon? Deliver Us the Moon? Yeah. Mm. Um. I never finished it. That was good. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> Didn't finish again. Oh. Mm. I'm judging you, me specifically. <laughs> oh no! I mean, they're judging me it's all over. <laughs> Did you finish uh, Tacoma? Yes. Yeah. 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 And it, decent. It was, it was. And again, something like um, maybe a bit more interactive, something like a drift. As well, like I, I love these kind of like oh, God, space, yeah. like disaster, kind mm. of games. Absolutely. Yeah, that was only on PlayStation. And did it come to Steam ever? What a drift! Wait, really? Or a drift? Mm. Yeah, because I was waiting for Xbox, and he was making an Xbox version, and he never did. Oh. Um, yeah, I can't remember if it's on Steam. A drift. It's got to be on Steam, sure. But I think you're right in it. I mean, it was on PlayStation. I'm pretty sure I played yeah, that as a, like um, a free PlayStation Plus game when it, you know, well, a year or so after it actually come out, kind of thing. It's not coming up on Steam. Mm. Is it? Oh, it's got a one in right, it. It's got a one in it. It's got a one in it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's Adr- one. Oh, Adra is eighty percent off on Steam right now. Nice. Mm. That it's a really good game. That's a really good game. Yeah. It's good. Got, uh... Oh, I own it. Wait, when did I get this game? <laughs> Probably in a bundle, mate. Bundle. It's been right around. Oh, for a it's while. got mixed reviews. You'll you'll find you've got all of yeah. these. You have you've got like the, oh. the space exploration narrative bundle or something. Uh, it's because it's because it's a VR game as well, yeah. right? I, oh. I think that's a lot of the. Um... It was one of the first like oh this. As a legitimate reason to own a VR set. So when yeah. I yeah. bought the VR set, I bought the game. 
Why did I never play it? But lots of uh, um, oxygen management and stuff mm-hmm. in in a drift uh, when you're outside. It doesn't. I mean, it's not that much management as such. It's like find the gas canister and miraculously change it over whilst you're floating through space. Game, game, game. But, you know, it's... Yeah. Cool. Good. Um, Loads of space games. As we mentioned, Alien Isolation as well. Um, I don't know how spacey it is, but Alien uh, Fireteam Elite? Maybe that's the name of it? The, like, third-person shootery game that came out last year was free on playstation plus uh this month as well so um yeah loads of space games about people to play well also so because of the um the black friday pre-christmas sales i found out about games i didn't even know existed like i forgot that new terminator came came out in like 2019 new <laughs> or i think it was 2019 the terminator prequel to the like you play you, do you know this game i mean maybe in 2019 but then it just left my brain resistance terminator resistance it came out in 2019 of fps and you were it was during the future war oh um, Wait, is there a film called resistance no okay what was the one terminator is such a call Wait, what? Cavool. The one with Christian Bale. Oh, that, that film was Genesis. Um, yes. Wasn't it? Or was that, yes. or was that Salvation? Salvation, yeah. That was Salvation. Genesis is oh, the one with, with uh, that was Daenerys Barney, Targaryen. Oh, uh, Terminator's got so convoluted. No, no it's really simple. There's Terminator really 1, and then there's Terminator 2. Sorry, I was about to say. <laughs> it's very simple. <laughs> Most of them are bad. The first one was very good. So, what's the oh, most oh, recent this... one called? Sorry, There's a recent one. What's the most recent Terminator film called? Dark Future. Brought... Dark. Dark Fate. Not... Dark Fate. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Where they brought back um, Sarah Connor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The yeah, idea no, that John actually was killed by a Terminator. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, they're hanging out in like Mexico or on a beach somewhere, and an Arnie. Uh, model Terminator T1000 just turns up. No, he's not T1000. Um, uh, T800. Yes, he turns up and just blasts young John Connor um, and oh. fucks the fucks the future up, or at least the predetermined future that was going to happen that they decided couldn't happen. It actually didn't happen. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. that then spawned off basically the first and second, a combination first and second film basically yeah. into a new film, oh. uh, which was okay. Um, it was all right. Yeah, that's an interesting way to spin things. Um, But, so, there was the... I'm familiar with Alien games. I forgot the Terminator ones. The Robocop one came out, which Mm. I'm very keen on because it looks very dumb. Yes. Um, Did you know that there's a Starship Troopers game? Yes. Uh, Was that last year? The, yeah, it's re- relatively new. Two games is I think there's a tactics no, well, so, one and a like Call of Duty shooter one. So the co-op first-person shooter, right, uh, is an early access mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. Um, Epic. Yeah, uh, yes, that that one is one that we could have asked for code for, but is very much a you know one of those like online co-op. Oh kind yeah, of 
Yeah, games. just like the new Transformers game is like weird software as a service, live service, whatever you want to call it, thing. Mm-hmm. Or just this one missed me. Um, I just, just yeah. all of the franchises that like it pops up on don't sale need to be a games. lot. It pops up on sale a lot, and then I know that because well, it's on my wish list, and now I was like, I really need to watch Starship Troopers again because I love that film, and then I did like a few weeks ago. It's just oh, nice. fantastic. <laughs> just for the shower it's scene. So That's good. the only reason to watch that. No. Uh, I mean... Uh, no. Having Neil Patrick Harris slowly de- degenerate himself into this caricature of Nazi scientists. It's so good. It's such a good film. <laughs> I absolutely love it. I just can't believe oh, people it thought it wasn't satire. Oh, oh it's right. excellent. I, I watched yeah. that. I've watched that film many times. Does it carry it... Yules? Elves? No. Oh, why would I mean, like, yeah, maybe. You I'm mean the guy, serious. Princess Bride guy? The guy from Princess Bride, yeah. Yeah, no, that's not him. Is it you talking about the main character? Yeah. No, it's um a guy who didn't have. Yeah, it's a, a guy. Um, <laughs> the guy. Yes, the, I Typical mean, Carrie Car- Carrie Yules is a guy. No, yeah, it's Casper yeah. Van Dien is is the main character. Oh, okay. And Casper yeah, Van Dien is known for being the. Starship Troopers guy? Question mark. Yeah, I don't think he did anything else. <laughs> to um, be honest. Oh, what a film! It's so good. You need to watch it again. Then I will. All right. Okay. It gets better. Yeah, I will find it. Time. I will find it somewhere. It's just so good. Yeah. Mm. Apparently, oh, I didn't realize this. So he, he did return in two thousand eight to replay reprise his role as Rico oh. in right. Starship Troopers Three Marauder. Not seen that. Well, you shouldn't. You shouldn't see any of them because then they're not Verhoeven films. They're just nonsense. <laughs> the, oh. So the, the the Starship Troopers sequels are not satire, right? And I've never seen them. I've never really seen two. Yeah. They're yeah. like, this was a serious film. Here is a serious. People sequel. like this because it was. It, but it was good but action. But yeah, but it's and, like hilarious and, and, as and well. And shooty shooty. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's mm. good. It's really good shooty shooty, but it's. it's Was it the well. again? I'm probably misremembering this. Mm-hmm. Isn't is it the same woman from um, Fast and Furious? No. It's, Who's the woman in it? Wait, she which she woman? was a model, wasn't she? Which woman? Yeah, I think exactly she was in Friends woman. for like one episode or something. But Denise Richards was. Oh the... yeah, Denise Richards. Yes. Yeah. So she she was a Bond girl. She was, um, was she? something Christmas in the one after Goldeneye. Christmas Jones? She was the nuclear <laughs> physicist. Which one was the one after Goldeneye? Dying of it? No. No. Tomorrow um, Never Dies? Oh, maybe. Yeah, the world Tomorrow is not never enough. Di- Tomorrow yes, Never Christmas Dies. Christmas Jones, The World is Not oh, Enough. No, the World is Not Enough. But maybe I'm wrong. Okay. Maybe The World is Not Enough is after... Um, I think tomorrow never dies is a Brosnan one, isn't it? Yeah, but I thought I think it. <laughs> I thought it was Goldeneye. World is not enough. Tomorrow never dies. But I might be wrong. Those are probably the only times I actually watch James Bond. Because a lot of them are well before my time. Oh, no. uh, yeah, I was okay. wrong. It's 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 Goldeneye tomorrow never dies. World is not enough. So it's the third I mean, Brosnan film. Like I'm I'm thinking of like Michelle Rodriguez. I know but, you are. Like 
Michelle Rodriguez and Carrie Yules are clearly the the main actors in Starship Troopers. I don't know what the fucking film I'm thinking of that's got both of those people been, in, but it ain't fucking Starship Troopers. They've never been in the same space time together. <laughs> absolutely not. Like, you can make no, a case no, that one not. is the other person. That's how they're just like Superman and Clark Kent. I think they're that separate. That you, yep, they very can much, technically very much, be the yeah. same person. That that's how separate they are. There's a guy oh, from Shawshank in it. The, the, the guard. A song. In, anyway, in Starship Troopers. Yeah, um, this really doesn't matter. Starship like Troopers is a good. Very yeah, good. Ironside, right? Yeah, he's in it, but he's in a transformer. <laughs> <laughs> is but is Ironside in um, thingy? I uh, who knows? I have no idea. In what? What's thingy? You, the movie, uh, Char- what movie? Shawshank. Shawshank. I don't think he's in Shawshank. Maybe not. Oh, Who no, knows? No, 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 not him. Um, other guy. <laughs> guy number three. <laughs> Shawshank plus Starship Troopers. <laughs> I enjoy that Starship Troopers actors. We have no idea who the fuck they are. Like, oh. well, I, you know, Ironside. Oh yes, yes. We might Clancy Brown. Fucking loads of stuff. Oh, Clancy, Clancy Brown. Oh, yes, Clancy Brown. Brown. Wait, Clancy Brown's in Starship Troopers. Yeah. Who's, who's he? In? Oh, he's Sergeant. Oh, right, mm-hmm. the training guy. Yeah, like Brown. Clancy Brown's great. Off. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Oh, that's yeah. weird. Sorry. Oh, she looks old there. Oh, he's real old now. <laughs> I mean, he, he, when did Starship so, Troopers come out? Ninety-seven. Jeez. Mm, very good. Jesus. 25 so, years ago, mate. No, Weirdly, it's not. Don't lie. Uh, Jurassic Park's like 30 years old next year, and I'm just like, holy Christ. No, that's I not mean, good. But he doesn't even... Mm. He seems like it's older than 30 years, but just saying it, though, it's like... Yeah, oh, that's God. true. Sam Neill, Sam like, Neill fucking feels those 30 years, mate. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um... Clancy Brown was the main antagonist in the Highlander movie. Oh. He's the Kurgan. But weirdly, Highlander 2, The Quickening, that is like a fucked up reboot that they ignore all of the lore and make it all a sci-fi movie with interdimensional travel and flying skateboards. Um, The the main bad guy is Michael Ironside. (laughs) How weird is that? (laughs) Good, nice. I'm glad they Sorry. were all around at the same time. Um, um, brilliant, brilliant. Well, I, I enjoy this. I enjoyed this tangent very much. Um, <laughs> is anyone ready for another beer? Oh, I'm not ready for another beer. Uh, I, 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 my my beer has been quite hearty. I just I just finished pouring it out. Uh, I'm oh, ready. really? So I, I I have like... Cool. Oh. Go on then, Lucy. Oh, well, Go on then, Lucy. Uh, understandable. I don't like yours. is smoky. Mm-hmm. They do take mm. a while to... Uh, mm. Yeah, yeah, I might save this one for next time. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. Um, I can speak of well, it's not a Christmas thing, but it's a it's a yearly tradition they have. Probably around, I think it is in November that they do it every year. Um, Siren have mm-hmm. got their um chocolate cake beers. Ah, yes. Out. Um, I picked up two. I picked up. Well, they're both. Caribbean chocolate cake. One mm-hmm. is this one's a nitro. The other one mm-hmm. is like a. Gosh, I don't even know what it is, but it's like 
I think that was a tropical... Well, this is a tropical stare as well. Uh, I think that's just like lower percentage or something like that. But anyway, this is the Nitro Caribbean Chocolate Cake. It is a tropical stout with cacao and cypress wood. Um, mm. where's the... Oh, 7.4%. Uh, the heart of the Caribbean Chocolate Cake series, uh, our favourite stout, originally brewed in collaboration with Cigar City Brewing, showcases hand-roasted cacao nibs harmonised by cypress wood spirals. Nice. nice. Yeah, so there's four mm. each year. Four? Yeah. Mm. Ooh. I they, yeah, them, yeah. like I think it was like two years ago now. It might mm. be free. Cause that's I was like going to say, I remember lines. this from several years ago. Yeah. Um, I remember walking into the beer emporium here in Bristol and they had a tiny little keg mm. of uh, of it on the back, on the back of the bar. And we're like, yep, this is all we've got. You know, this is this is what we've been given from Siren. Mm. Um, it's like a special release. This, uh, I mean, we're going back like five or six years, probably now. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, they've been doing it a while, but this smells amazing. But yeah, the the year that they actually sent me some to review, which was nice. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I think the Nitro was my favourite, mm. um, just because it was so smooth and easy. So uh, let's see what this one. Is like, nice. so if it lives up to those hazy memories, hey, hazy halcyon days. <laughs> just the, a week just the Starship hazy. Troopers is for me. I think it's, it's <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, good. Let's let's uh, get that poured. I will open up the uh, another beer from Arbor, as I mentioned earlier. This is the Porter Express. It's a Baltic Porter. It is 7%. Uh, and the flavour text is cold fermented Baltic porter with flavours of dark fruits and molasses and a crisp finish. It doesn't give me a huge amount, which is absolutely fine. But uh, it's definitely dark beer season. So very, very ready to just drink porters and stouts essentially for yeah, the next agreed. three months. Yeah. And I will pour this, Lucy. Uh, we'll come back to you, Adel. Adel, we'll come to you for your second beer, like in fifteen minutes or something. Yeah, like that. sounds good. Yeah, it's it's poured a lovely, just like Guinness out of the out of the tap, like mm, just super smooth. Brown, yeah, slightly brown head. It's just it just looks beautiful. Like it's been it's just being sat there. It's not it's not moving. It's not going anywhere. Mm. Like a proper nitro pour, the best one that you can just crack in a can from there. Yeah. Yeah, it smells delightful. Um, yeah, it's got that woodiness from the cypress wood, malty. Ooh, like honeycomb. Ooh. Smell. Because mm, they've the chocolate cake ones kind of been a bit like some of them have been a bit fruity. I seem to remember. Mm. Some of them are kind of like a, you know, edging more towards just like a, a chocolatey kind of stout. Oh god, it'll take everything in my being not just to knock this back, because <laughs> <laughs> it's been sat out for a while, so it's the perfect temperature mm. as well, and it's just so smooth. Mm. This this is what I'm. I've never been to Ireland. Or Nigeria, but I'm guessing this is what it's probably like having like a 
Guinness, like, straight from the factory. It's just so smooth. Oh, oh God, yeah. And nice. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's packed full of that chocolate, but it's not, like, sickly, cloying sweetness. It's it, It's got, like, I wouldn't say dark chocolate. It is definitely strained into, like, more of that milk chocolate is not too bitter. Okay. I'd say it's straddled somewhere between milk and dark. Got that sweetness from the milk chocolate and a slight bit of bitterness from the dark chocolate, but mm. it's just so easy. It's like, as I say, it's like, it's not, you know, some other beers where it's like, okay, we're, it's not a heavy stout, it's only 7.4%, but sometimes you get that, oh, it's all of that chocolate and it's like, oh, it's a bit too much. Um, this is very, it feels reserved, but also very, very chocolatey. Like, mm. like sometimes it's hard to get across that chocolate. Sometimes brewers go all the way into it. Sometimes they don't do it enough. This feels like the perfect balance of chocolate, where it still tastes like a beer. It's not overly sweet, but you are picking up more than just a simple, oh, you know wishy-washy kind of light chocolate um i mean it's such tropical stout it's i guess it's got like a bit of like bit of cinnamon bit of bit of raisin mm-hmm. but it's, it's it's i think it's the chocolate that you gain more um with the you know the cacao nibs and just like but there is something pairing it back. I don't know if that is just like a little bit of fruit on the okay. on the palate as well. But that is really good. I mean, I actually don't really like Caribbean chocolate cake. Despite, being... <laughs> oh, Caribbean. despite or because? <laughs> despite. Because I like a lot of Caribbean food. But um, yeah. And, and why I don't like it is because it has like like more raisins in it and it's got mm-hmm. like and I just don't like fruit in things <laughs> like mm. keep fruit separate, you know what I mean? But um but yeah this this is very good. Wow. Uh I, I'm just really more impressed by the smoothness of it more than anything. Mm-hmm. Like um as a as a beer on its own, say if it was like slightly more carbonated or this and that, it, it it's good. It's good. It's like a seven point four percent. You're getting just as much flavour from like something that's, you know, of imperial uh, strength. Like, because I always say on this podcast, sometimes I just want, you know, that's why I don't really go for porters or, you know, mm. lighter stouts. Because it's like, I want that comfort, I want that blanket, I want that yeah. that heft, I want that yeah. flavour, all of it. Need that Whereas body this, to it. Yeah, this has the body, it has mm. the flavour, it has, you know that mouth coating uh quality to it it has everything um it's really good uh good yeah. good I, i'll see what the other one's like but i, I don't think anything will top the nitro because it just, just that, that smoothness that, just that extra level of smoothness everything. yeah yeah it just makes everything better just elevates mm. everything mm. um and it, it's this uh is it the 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 nitro version just has a uh a widget in the bottom of the can no no, oh. no widget. 
Oh, that's why it's so impressive because it's like, like even like beers are like, yeah, this is the nitro version of it. Sometimes they do it okay, but this is the best in my memory that I can mm. recall where it does give that like nitro pour. I mean, mm. the head mm. is still. It's still around. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know how they do it. It's magic. It's wizard, wizard That's very good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's just can conditioned. Like it just yeah. just just poured in and just can conditioned. Like, uh, nice, nice. As I say, um, it's gonna be gone in like. I, I, I might as well get a third beer because this is before you even talk about <laughs> it. Then it'll be gone. <laughs> well, let me start then with yes. with mine. Um, it, it, it's the porter, uh, as you were saying, Lucy. Uh, you know, you stick away from some porters and stuff because of uh, how maybe it doesn't quite give you the same mouthful that you're looking mm-hmm. for. And you can very much see that this is very, very liquidy. It's not kind of viscous, yeah. at least from what I've poured. Again, same as the panettone, the head disappeared really, really quickly. Um, but you know, it's it's uh, kind of as you expect, I suppose, for a porter, for a Baltic porter. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the molasses. On the nose, that's the big thing coming from from this. Maybe again, like it's it's just such an inviting. Like I don't know what it is about molasses. Like I'm not a big fan mm-hmm. of like licorice, no. and it edges it edges so close to it, but it's so inviting as a as a as a flavour. Um, but this nose is just sort of like oh yeah, absolutely. It's 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 slightly leathery. It's a little bit licorice It's just a kind of very familiar sort of smell that very much just says, like, chug it, chug it, chug it. <laughs> and actually, I'm, it's, an, it's nice and surprisingly not that liquid. It's not too thinned down. It's not too watery at all. It's not viscous. It isn't even medium-bodied. But it isn't lacking in its body mm-hmm. to kind of pull away from anything. I think that's the first sort of thing that I think about with this. It's the the, the, the body to it is decent and is, is good for, or at least better than expected from the way that it kind yeah. of pours into the, the glass and looks. Um, mm-hmm. Flavour-wise, though, there's a lot going on. In this, an, an absolute ton going on in here, and you get a lot of the molasses straight off. As I said, it's a little bit kind of leathery to start, but the the fruits very difficult to tell you what those fruits are. It's some berries. It's maybe a little bit kind of blueberry, perhaps that kind of sits really really low so the molasses is like here and you're getting a bit of wood you're getting a bit of leather uh, um, you're getting a little bit of that kind of almost edging on licorice kind of flavor and then mm. this fruit this maybe like a, a bit of blueberry maybe something else not not sweet like no kind of like really sweet fruit um but it, like the combination in this kind of makes me think it's almost a little bit kind of dark chocolate and raspberry you know if, if if on the back of this it said it was a dark chocolate and raspberry beer i'd be like yeah cool i could absolutely see that um but this like combination the molasses and maybe a little bit of blueberry maybe it is a bit more edging towards something like raspberry uh, um it, it's a it's a lovely flavor but i think it's going to be a 
very polarizing kind of flavor. I, I can very much see people supping this and going, no, that's not like, that's not the flavor profile that I kind of like. And most people will read the flavor text on the back and go, yeah, molasses and dark fruits. Maybe that isn't for me. But mm. even then, even I think if people have picked this up, like, oh yeah, I like a Baltic Porter. Absolutely. I think this is such a strong combination of flavors that it would very easily turn people off after a couple of sips. So we'll see what it's like as we move kind of through it. Like, I really like it. I, I, I really like this. It's a lovely set of flavors. Um, and as the can says, crisp finish. I'm not quite getting the crispness. It's a very uh, a finite finish. It's a very definitive kind of finish to it. You you sip, and those flavors are there. They hit the back of the mouth, and then suddenly they're like gone, and you're left with this slightly cloying kind of after flavor from everything again it's a little bit dry maybe not quite as dry as the panettone uh, that i've just had but and it's it's got enough of that kind of like dark chocolatey raspberry essence to it that sits right at the back of your mouth like as far back as it possibly could that i'm like okay i'm still getting flavor from this it hasn't disappeared but it's kind of like all of those lovely first flavors have gone and then this is the finish that i'm getting from this beer which isn't quite what i experienced at the start and i would want to have that but i'm not pulled necessarily straight away to have to go back to it so it's one that i might nurse a little bit more than the panettone um yeah. which is fine for like a seven percent baltic porter um this, this definitely feels like a, a, a you know an arbor do do their bigger beer sharing cans this feels maybe just because of the strength of flavor mm. like it would be a very good sharing can to have between two or three people and you have maybe a third of a pint kind of um and that's all you have from it just because there's such strong flavor to this um i'm glad i don't have any more beers to drink this evening because i think this would just destroy anything that, that kind of came next just yeah. because of that strength of flavor uh, so yes i will continue drinking and we'll report back later on um i know i said adel will come to you in about 15 minutes time and it's it's roughly been that uh but are you still are you still sucking yeah, away still. yeah perfect okay we will we will we will see how we're doing in in a few more minutes um what other games do people want to talk about this evening? I, just, uh, well, you know, I, was, I was reading about Cypress Wood, because it's got hmm. Cypress Wood in this beer. And it got hmm. me thinking of Cypress Hill. Is it just me, or do all of their songs sound the same? <laughs> the bit I just did, yeah, absolutely. That's the same for every <laughs> like, single song. I like their songs. But they all have oh, the man. same beating um, cadence. I mean, they, they, sh sure, yes, they all have very similar cadence. Yeah, and but it's like, funny. Skull and Bones is a fucking good album. <coughs> like it's it's kind of like uh, I think it's because I was very much into uh, metal at the time that I started listening to hip hop and rap and yeah. stuff. Mm. Skull and Bones came out of that like the exact right time 
that they kind of like cross the the, the streams almost. They're like, yes, we're a hip hop group, but we're gonna I was start say, throwing I... a little bit of a rock edge into mm-hmm. kind of what we're doing a little bit more. Like, I think that was helped by. I want to say like Dave Mirror Freestyle BMX soundtrack as well, <laughs> uh, which I think had a Cypress Hill song on it. Yeah. Or did one of the Tony Hawk games have a Cypress Hill song I, on? I think uh, so. Sure. Um, so sure. yeah, it, it, like it's that point in time where those games mm-hmm. are coming out, and I'm like massively influenced. I'm like, cool. Who's Pennywise? I've heard one of their songs on like this BMX game, and then just like, yeah. oh, good. I just listened to Pennywise now. Amazing. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I was very much like that with Cypress Hill, but I completely understand what you're saying. Yeah, they all sound the same. I- I'm glad it's not just me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, games. <laughs> I, I Talk there... about Tony Hawk and BMX. <laughs> I mean, yeah, go for it. I, I was gonna just mention the game I discovered via the Steam sale that I had never oh. heard of. Go it's for it. um. <laughs> It came out in March this year, March 31st. Mm. Uh, it's um, developed and published by legendary pub- um, company Sega. Okay. Is this and it's called... Who Killed Sonic or something? The Murder of Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Oh, How yes. did I miss this? Yes. It's free. Then, it's free. It? Yeah, I'm, got, I'm putting on the Steam Deck. I'm going to go to sleep playing with this nonsense. <laughs> I'm sure. I think this was to get to it, but <laughs> this was one of those. It came out like at the end of March or the beginning of April, right? And everyone was like, "Oh, yep. this is clearly Sega's like April Fool's joke." Sort yeah. Of thing. Mm-hmm. But, and then it's actually like, "Oh no, it's it's an it's actual experience." Like, yeah, apparently it's good. Apparently, I mean, it's but overwhelmingly that's probably positive. Sega freaks, where you can never trust Sonic fans to be mm-hmm. rational and measured <laughs> in their reviews. Come on, man. I mean, any second, really. Yeah, minus 10 out of 10, no pregnant Sonic. I mean, you don't know that. <laughs> That's true, I don't, you're right. Have you played it? <laughs> no, I haven't. Considering it's a free game as well, which had a little bit of hype around in the uh, in the springtime. Um, no, I don't know how I missed it. Yeah. Yeah. You're busy, busy teaching, busy teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, uh, definitely one, I think, too. Get some thoughts on next week, perhaps, yeah. if you have. The, yeah, the that's time literally to... the only thing. It was like, oh, yeah. I, I bought a couple games uh, on on the various sales, um, knowing that they can be played. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm hoping, you know, on my. I don't know how long I'll be going back to Canada for because I mm. ha- I could squeeze it like a, like a almost a whole month, but I think that'll probably be. Uh, plenty of game time home mm. but yeah i mean the thing is the thing i'm saying with my parents is they're old and they sleep a lot or watch tv oh. and i can play a game instead oh. while they do that mm. i also need to go home because have i told you guys this thing about durham paying a moving allowance which no. means like the last few vestiges of my shit that i had i ended up moving from my house uh, my parents old place when i helped them move in 2022 january Yep, I've been like slowly trying to figure out. Oh, I don't know what to do with this, including my really nice speakers that wouldn't make sense for me to pay to ship. Except if Durham's pay- paying over five grand in moving expenses. Oh wow! Wow! And Move it doesn't matter everything. that I've worked here for a year in a temporary contract, and so all, and I've lived in the UK for ten years and moved all my shit. This also means I might move Daisy, my very stupid car. 
<laughs> Move everything. Wait, like, and your car is the correct hand drive for over here, right? Nope. Oh, no, it's, it's even dumber. It's it's, it's the dumbest thing to do. Hmm? Move, move your parents over. Yeah, of course. It's a, it's a, it was made in the 50s. There wasn't an automatic. Move it's a 1958 uh, MGA. It's it, it, it built for the North American market. So right. it's tiny, low-powered, prone to breaking down because it's British-made. Um, and it is left-hand drive. Mm. Move, but, like, drugs over. Move everything. <laughs> whatever you can I'll fit have... in a container that... Mate. I'll have one of every Canadian beer, please. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Yep. yes. I could actually pack a box of beers. I didn't even think about it. This is what I mean. Oh, wow. I mean, the carbon footprint is awful. Is the big <laughs> problem. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah. if they're going to pay five grand, like, I can move a car for five grand and like, a few boxes. Just How much is it for a shipping container? Absolutely. Yeah. Just just put the car just in and fill it with maple beer. maple syrup. <laughs> And bacon. Not just even, done. Yeah, That's not all we've even got. bottled. It'll yeah. just slosh out of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, so so yeah. um, that that's, might happen. Cool. But that means I so hmm. one of the things that reasons I would go for a bit longer is to actually like figure out what shit to move. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like put it in this stuff was packed. Some of this stuff was packed to get from House A to House B versus to like n- not get destroyed in international shipping. International, yes, yeah. Um, but also, if I'd known that, then in 2022, I threw out or donated a whole shit ton of my stuff that I was like, I'm never going to be able to move it over. Well, but... Mary Kondo would be proud. Mm. Yeah, so. <laughs> but at least, at least, car speakers. Yeah, those big items. 103 inch yeah. projection screen. Why not? Yeah, yeah. know where to put it, but bring it all. Very good. Oh well, I, I just set up a home theater here. Mm-hmm. Mm. Should I talk about a video game I've briefly played? Oh yeah, yeah please. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know you played a demo of it, Ben. Um, Jusson. Oh. Um, don't nod. Yes. Climbing game. Nice. Ooh. I'm very early on. I'm only only just got to chapter two. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's fun. It, I, I'm enjoying the relaxing nature of it. Um, mm. I think the only reason that I haven't got back to it is because it's so relaxing. I want to be in a relaxed state when sure. I play it. It's just, um, but yeah, it's a perfect morning game just to like knock out a few miniature climbs. Um, yeah, I really like the aesthetic of it. Um, mm. It's so colourful. It's chilled. It's like, it's only like, I don't even know if there's any music in it. It's just like ambient sounds of like, you know, craggy, like alcoves in the Yeah, it's just like, a, a, like yeah. water trickling and birds yeah. and shit. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it, it, it's so good. Um, I have it. I have it as well. I haven't started oh, it yet, but yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Hopefully before the end of the year, we'll we'll both have finished it. I don't know mm. how long it is. I, I, I probably, probably. I, I don't think it's long. I think it's that. really short. Actually, yeah. I think it's only like oh, okay. four or five hours long. Oh, brilliant! Because mm. I could potentially see like it's literally. Mm. Oh, it's four hours. Okay. Um, I could potentially see like if if the climbing truly is like the only mechanic. Like at the start of chapter two, it's like. Oh, there's something else that you can 
summon to grow, and then you can um, okay. climb that. So it's like the the it seems like there's a few more wrinkles to the gameplay. But if it is just literally just climbing, then yeah, I can see how that wouldn't translate as a great experience across multiple hours. But um, mm. yeah, if it's four hours, even better. Um, yeah, I'll keep playing it. It's 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 climbing. It's rock climbing. Something I'll probably never do in real life. I think I did it once as a kid or whatever. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. You'd love it then. Oh, yeah. 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 (laughs) You should play it. When we were talking about the demo, I think I was very impressed with the the climbing mechanic itself. Yes. Um, How how are you finding that? Yeah, it isn't just like press button and Nathan Drake climbs on yellow thing. It's... Mm. It's... there's more freestyling it in the fact that there's probably a bit more handholds there. You know, you can attach your is it car carbiner? Is that is that how you pronounce it? Car thingy. The thing in all the rock climbing people know I'm on about carabiner. Um, carabiner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah Mister Rock Climber. Carabiner. Yes. Um, you can attach that to. Uh, I think you've got two of them along with your like starting one and so it's like you can attach those to anywhere and then you sort of have that like oh, um, where you can swing and yes um explore a bit more mm. yeah definitely not recommended on and repelled up and down so it's like sometimes i'm exploring where there's no need to and it's like mm. the geometry of the game is it, it, i think that could be communicated a bit better like okay. okay there's nothing here um because the way the uh environment is it, it, it's it's sort of trying to be very detailed so you think oh is there something down there it's like no the the game is that, that you can't go there um i think that could be better <laughs> communicated maybe it's just me being a bit too over ambitious thinking oh there are more things to find um than than there actually is because there's collectibles like um notes and like seashells that you hold up to your ear and they're basically it's very yeah. life is strange in that way where it's mm. like in life is strange you could just like sit on a bench or something or sit on a log take a moment and the character would give like an inner monologue and it would just like the camera would like pan to the environment and stuff like that mm-hmm. just showing all like environmental storytelling so it's got that in it which is really nice, really nice way of storytelling, and shows that it, you know, don't not you know still got that DNA in them, and it's like they've had some really good ideas over the years. Um, but yeah, it's 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 very calming, it's very enjoyable. Um, I'm gonna reach the top of this rock or wherever I'm going eventually, and yeah, it's it's, it's good. I'm enjoying. Yeah, the me- mechanics are are good. It, it feels true to life <laughs> rock climbing mm. but in a very video gamey way but yeah. without mm. any like oh i'm gonna fall to my death stakes you know yeah i haven't fallen yet but i'm sure if you do it's just like i'm sure it's just gonna respawn you you know well, the, yeah. the art in it is like and the enjoyment is just the actual mechanics it feels very tactile it doesn't mm. feel like there's much puzzle solving at the moment but um just just the way the controls in the game feels is what's satisfying mm. yeah i i very much got that from the demo as well mm-hmm. you know even the idea that you are climbing a 
rock face, but then a cargo net has been hung for some reason somewhere, and and, and that movement between different materials, uh, you know, you're you're climbing and the the characters climbing changes because you are on a different surface. You know, mm-hmm. you've been kind of finding your holds on this yeah. kind of rock face, yeah. and then suddenly you've got a net in front of you. You're like, oh, cool, I can kind of like. Mm-hmm. you know scrabble across this net instead yeah and i think it's very it is very feels very at least the demo and as you're sort of saying to the main game it's very tactile in yes. the way that it approaches the surfaces that you are moving across uh very much i think i found with the demo um that it did also seem to open up not necessarily uh um like quick paths but you'd kind of mm-hmm. get to the top of something you'd open up a uh, you'd, you'd be like, oh, what's this little path over here? Oh, cool! It's let a rope down. Yeah, and down the yes. rope is a collectible. But actually, if I loop back around, that was in one of the rooms mm-hmm. that was, you know, on on the lower level that I walked around and found nothing on. But now yeah. I found the collectible. I'm here, so actually I can just jump on the rope and go back up. Yeah, to that it's point. Got so that, actually, um, Dark Souls kind of thing, like dropping it, down the ladder where you. Yes, yeah, it, it does have a little bit of that open exploration kind of thing. So, and again, if you haven't sort of died yet, it'd be interesting to see what that fail state is mm-hmm. and where you're kind of reset sort of back to. Because a lot of the time, you're putting your, um, you're kind of like pointing to be able to have a a line off of. Mm-hmm. So you've 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 set your kind of spike into the wall. And then it's kind of like, oh, I've I've fallen, but I just swing on my rope, connected to the spike, and I can just grab the nearest yeah. handhold again and, and start again. Almost, it's whether there is, you know, what is that hard fail mm-hmm. state mm-hmm. to it? So yeah, interesting. Yeah, it seems very forgiving. It seems like mm. it's much more into the just have a nice, you know, calming experience over than like difficulty, but. I am very much at the start of the game. I don't know if it it does introduce difficulty later, but um, yeah, it it, it has mm-hmm. it has that um, you know the challenge is okay. Where do I go next? It isn't like mm. bright yellow in a lot of games, so it's just like finding where I need to go and looking around your environment. So that's a bit more of the puzzle solving mm-hmm. elements to mm. it, but. Yeah, and that's why sometimes I'm just like, can I go here? Can I go there? Is a collectible going there? And it's like, no, because everything's like built into the environment so well, and it doesn't give you those obvious markers, that obvious yellow, and that's why it's like, you're looking a bit more, and therefore you're considering if all these different nooks and crannies have somewhere to climb and explore, and they don't right. always. But that's a good trade-off for not being so overt in like being handholdy and showing you where the next place is to go i'd rather i'd rather it be like oh i absolutely went down a blind alley for no reason Mm. than you know having everything spoon-fed to me sure yeah yeah yeah. nice nice um more chat i would assume about just sounds in the in the coming weeks then um as well uh adil you've got a beer yes Uh, a day of beer i see a day of beer Nice. It's um, Daya's Saturated In series. And it's the Saturated In Simcoe, a single hop Simpo- Simcoe Dipper. It is. <clears throat> oh. 
half a liter at 8%. <laughs> no, because no, um, my, my beer shop that I, I, I go to, uh, because I, they have there and I saw like um, uh, Steady Rolling Man and mm. it was um, just Strata. And mm. I was like, oh, okay, so, no, I won't pick it up. I, I think I've had plenty steady rolling, man. Okay, maybe with a different yeah. hop or whatever. And I just like didn't think of anything. But then I realised that it was a double IPA, so I went and picked that up today. Uh, so mm-hmm. that was one of maybe going to be one of the beers that I was thinking, oh, I should drink on there. But um, right. I've been waiting to drink this track for over a week. So, so yeah. Oh, I didn't realise that there's there's um. There's more double IPAs. Yeah. They don't usually do doubles. So. No, which mm. is... Uh, mm. and mm-hmm. it, Yeah, so uh, 8% all sips and go all the time. Mm-hmm. And it poured with basically no head. Oh, wow. Where, where, where'd that head go? Where'd it go? It's nowhere. Let us know. Let us know. Let's know. Let's la- launch straight into it. Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, it'd be interesting to, to, to see how this... Uh, uh, obviously, a, a higher percentage beer than the previous beer that you've had, but potentially a lighter, you know, lighter beer. Yes, yeah, yeah. So it's, I mean, it's it's got some slightly earthy soil, like earth, earthy note mm. on the nose, and uh, with maybe a bit of tropical passion fruit. Quite mm. light though in the nose. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I do have smoke on my palate, so maybe that. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting that you drank them this way, right? <laughs> well, I wasn't sure I was going to have the second beer. Okay, yeah. that's fair. That's and I fair. wanted to have the the smoked beer for the episode. Um, mm. Ooh. Ooh. Friends. Mm. This is a very good beer. Ooh. Even with a palate saturated with, with other things. <laughs> mm. Um. A bit more of the, um, it's quite sweet. Um, it's like citrusy, uh, so you're getting more like Christmas orange almost, like a tangerine or a, ma- a mandarin, probably. Mm. Um, the earthiness is more in the nose than in the taste, but you're also getting this lovely, in the back end of the taste, um, stone fruit, like. Not peach, but like apricot, maybe just a little bit. Okay. Um. It, sorry, I'm thrown off by like this is a beer you can tell the ABV just because there's a sweet spike which just has the it's not blending well with the other flavors, so it gives it it feels very much like a oh yes, this is a strong beer that is mm. a bit sick. Not it's the sickly sweet profile, but. It isn't super sickly sweet, if that makes sense. It's just because I don't think it's blending with the other tastes. And that might just be because of what's on my palate right now. Mm. That feels a little strange for me for Dea. They're usually quite a good good at balancing the flavors together. Yeah. A super refreshing, not too in your face. This is a dip you would like easily have one and then be... If, it's, if it continues to be like this, be like... I could probably have another. <laughs> it's just—it's got this light sort of. The whole taste profile is kind of light. Mm, like I said, it's this like small citrus, 
the any of the earthy dankier tones that are in the nose are quite far back if any if at all in the taste and it's got this little um stone fruit backbone really eminently drinkable is what i will say mm. which is good for your second beer of the night at eight percent yes very much very much to to, to to overcome those early flavors as well uh, mm, yeah so this is, i'm yeah, super curious strong. by the end of this how much when my palate is mostly this again or mostly mm. this versus the other one still lingering what it yeah. like um i forgot i did have a game to talk about Ooh. oh my god stop the presses it's, play the game it's, Let's on, it's on the new york times website oh okay is it connections? have you played connections yeah Oh, this is old news, mate. I anyway, just found wrapping out up about the podcast. <laughs> oh, bless you. It's 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 only this. connect. Um, there was actually a bit of scuttlebutt when this first uh, mm. got announced because, as a New York Times subs, well, puzzles subscriber, I'll, I'll clarify, it's separate subscription for the newspaper. Um, really? Yeah. They put, yeah. Oh, I have no re- oh, yeah, reason I to read the newspaper. It's I knew like... that Lucy knew about this because I knew about her New York Times crosswording. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, I should talk about Puzmo to you lot. Um, Bless you? Puzmo. It's, you know, Zach Gage? Uh, mobile, mm. A lot of mobile mm, games, yeah, yeah. like Really Bad Chess, Spell Tower, Type Shift. Uh, go to Puzmo.com. Um... It's basically the New York Times crossword, like, kind of interface. Well, not interface, but it's like, it's got several um, puzzles on there. Um, it's got, like, really bad chess and crossword and everything. Like, right. And it, you know, they've got daily ones. Um, I, I can send one of you a invite key, but otherwise you have to, I think it's like this 500 slots a day or something. There's a lot. So it's very easy to get in um, mm. and access access it. You can pay like forty pounds a year or whatever it is to get extra puzzles. But I'm just on like the free basic tier. It's just like yeah, yeah a little mm. like on my startup on Google Chrome. It's it's literally New York Times crossword um, dashboard where you got all the puzzles and Puzmo. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, but yeah, Connections was, I think it was in beta, like, um, there was another game that was in beta and they asked. Um, but yeah, they, they they push things in beta and try it out, and then this one has stuck. Um, yeah. So it's been around for about, probably about three, four months, maybe? Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, um, Adam, why is it stuck for you? Okay, so the, the point is you get 16 words, mm-hmm. and... They will be grouped together in four groups of four. Mm -hmm. And so you have to figure out what they are. But obviously there's like... So... uh, Actually, let me grab... um, I will just Mm. tell you... I need an example of these words. Like like some will be like, oh, uh, all of these words follow like um, another word, like say... Uh, time yeah, and so yesterday's some will be one... time saver or time right uh, share time peace yesterday's yeah. one was like yeah. words that had the names of birds embedded in them mm-hmm. um, yeah oh. some, some will be like these are all countries sometimes it's very obvious sometimes 
they do like little little play on things mm. like each four words is like the name of a song title or something like that. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah um, it's 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 based on. <laughs> and there was like a tweet from the woman who hosts Only Connect, which is a BBC show. Um, mm. And there was like a thing about like y'all just took this straight from the BBC, and then New York Times was like dead quiet on it. Um, <laughs> oh, really? Which 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 is like you know what? It, this may have been someone's ingenious creation because you know especially okay we get a lot of you know american culture imported into mm. us the inverse is not the same um yes. so it's like yeah somebody probably just thought this up but um but yeah it's like so, so and, you and, get thought- and it remained a you know it came out of beta and it's like it's now a mainstay because mm. there was a thought it was like are they gonna pull this because you know, it so, com- conflicts so much with that BBC game. You get four chances to screw up, and then it mm-hmm. outputs one of those like Wordle-style things where each of the four, um, when you get something correct, it makes a yellow line. But it's like it makes uh, the four bands have four colors, and then you will get an output that one of them that doesn't work. But while you're doing the game, you have no idea what your progress is. It just says mistake. At the end, it shows, mm. oh, you got three of the four in the, this. You got one category, then you got three of the four in that category, then you figured it out, figured it out, whatever. It will tell you, like, the Overdin thing, where it's, like, one away, as in yes, you got, it, like, three out of four. Nice. Correct. Um, but but so, like, there's so to, many, there's, like, four different, I guess, or more than that, yeah. like, different combinations that you could do. So it's telling you that you got one away still means there's several different permutations of yeah. what it could be. So if you if you look in chat, I've, I've just taken a screenshot of today's, and so it's curry, bouquet, turkey, turnover, pie, bird, Poland, parfait, rapport, Jordan, tart, Tunisia, James, Japan, ragu, pasty. Mm-hmm. Presumably there's going to be one about feed food, there's going to be one about countries, but of course, is Turkey one or the other? Yeah. yeah. But that, that's what's so good about it, because the two things that you said is the two things that I thought, and neither are true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, again, because I've just looked at them. Cause, well, cause the thing is, you have to look for four. Yeah. So what I like about it is the categories are not as straightforward. No. Um, and so it's a nice. Ca- I mean, my brain likes categorizing things. I mm-hmm. I like conceptual analysis. It's like looking for the four core concepts that that perfectly <laughs> make four disjoint sets, right? Yeah. Well, and that's so... the whole thing of it. Is like, yes, there's the the straightforward thing, and then mm-hmm. sometimes it is a straightforward thing, and then a lot of the time it is like, oh no, that thing I didn't see that thing, and then it's like, oh yeah, of course that thing. So yes, yeah. So like one of them yesterday, I think, was um, that they had bird, bird types. I hate of those bird. ones. Sorry? I hate those ones. The ones that I hate is where it's like, oh, you put an extra letter on the, yeah, it the was, thing. It was or it's a Chen, thing like the timepiece timeshare. And yeah. I hate those. Those uh, are always the last ones, I guess. Well, what I like about it is uh, for the one before that, it was things that suck and it was vacuum vampire straw yeah. and something. And I uh, didn't know what the theme was, but because I got all the other ones, I'm like, well, these are the ones left over. And then when I click them, they're like, this yeah. is the theme. I'm like, thanks, game. I had no idea. <laughs> But those I get, 
the more abstract ones I get, the ones where it's like, oh, this other word goes in front of this word. Mm. I like it. I, I, those are always the last ones to get for me. So, but yeah, it's so it's it's very um, yeah. satisfying and quick, yeah. right? Yeah, again, I, I mean, sometimes it's like, oh gosh, I have to think about this. Open up an incognito browser. And... <laughs> <laughs> You're cheating at the game? I like it. I don't cheat at Wordle. I'm happy to get Wordle wrong. Connections is something else in me where it's like, I refuse to get this wrong. Oh, I've only had is... to do it like twice or something. That so. is really interesting. Yeah. I've managed to, so for today's, <laughs> for today's having, a, having a quick go, mm-hmm. um, I've, I've done a... The, I've got the first two sets, mm-hmm. oh, um, and both way. times, both times, I had your one away. Um, oh, so, so you've made two mistakes. Sorry, you've made two mistakes. Oh, so I've made two mistakes, and I have two mistakes remaining. Right. Um, with eight left oh, options good. and two categories to make. Yeah. Um, Today was but, a trickier one. But, uh, I was going to say, say, looking at it, I, I, very difficult. To... Very difficult. The the first two I have are you know not to because no one is going to be listening to this. Adam, you've already played it, so um, I haven't actually. But that's the, fine. The, Go for it. The first one I got is foods with crusts mm. and countries with red and white flags, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got a lot left. Which are things like James Bird, Bouquet, Parfait, Curry, Ragu, Rapport, yeah. Jordan, yeah. and uh, very difficult to find a link between I, those I, things. I found that it was the second one that I found the hardest, right. which was the countries one, which is mm. the one that I found. I was like, oh, and then everything fell into place. Mm. I was like, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it's it's whether you see whether you know it, and it's like. Because I was like, oh, these are basketball players. I saw it immediately. Oh, oh, fucking of course. Jesus, yes. And it was the... That's funny. (laughs) Yeah. And then it was the ragu parfait and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, so, yeah. Because it was like, oh, these are all foods. And I thought, yes, with the curry. I was like, yeah, Yeah. that's a food. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking Mm -hmm. curry. I was thinking bouquet. Strong smells. Is it something to do with mm-hmm. smell? Parfait, Nothing else. Yeah. Kind of parfait, sure. But then there's mm-hmm. not a fourth thing that kind of fits with that. Like yeah. this is this is interesting. It's an interesting kind of uh, interesting yeah. game. Absolutely both, for for both. a little free puzzle. Welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, you'll before you know it, you'll be doing Wordle spelling bee, and then you'll become a subscriber to the New York so, Times crossword, and then. Uh, no, because I because I stopped doing Wordle after a while. Um, yeah. The last one I got um, before um, the basketball one. I just like uh, beating the Wordle bot. That's what's what Wordle gives bot? me enjoyment out of Wordle. Mm, the the, the algorithm, the Wordle bot. If I beat the robot, which really doesn't matter because it's a robot and meant to get it in the most efficient way. I have a little bit of smug satisfaction. I didn't know I, what, what the heck is the Wordle box. When you finish Wordle, you can yeah. say you can do. Uh, it gives you like basically a mathematical breakdown of each choice. This and is new. The it Wordle didn't used to do that, right? No, I think it came in probably. Well, it was after the New York Times acquisition. Not long after that, to be fair. Um, but yeah, if I beat the Wordle box. That's my satisfaction. Ah, understandable. 
Yeah, I've beaten the world about like three times in a row. I get really angry when I lose because <laughs> even though it's like <laughs> this is a mathematical algorithm, of course it's going to beat you, Lucy. But it's like on the times that it doesn't, I'm like, I beat you. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like beating a computer chess. Yeah, well, I mean, you you beat in a computer at a puzzle game, absolutely. Yeah, uh, good, good. Um, I'm gonna finish us there for this mm-hmm. week because yeah. I've really got to we. Um, <laughs> we'll return to beers. The 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 one thing that's kind of oh, hovered grief. over me, the one thing that's hovered over me, and and before I started the invincible, uh, or started talking about the invincible, was this. Uh, Big fucking oh boy! Oh my god! I look at the size of the box. It's like a fucking child. Oh, it's Jesus. so fucking big. Um, it's massive. It's, got, it's it's here, ready to go in the loft. Um, mm. I'll talk about. It that. might bring down the loft. I, <laughs> oh, absolutely! I'm expecting. I need to strengthen. I need to strengthen yeah. it in place. Uh, put it on where I've got some double joists, uh, just to be able to take the weight just of the box. Um, and the, even even the cardboard. It's not even like polystyrene in there. It's cardboard that sits around the machine. Um, so yeah, it's just weighty, weighty, weighty and big. But I'm uh, glad you got I'll, one. I'll That's good. Week. Yeah. Yes, yes. I've spent some time, spent some time playing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, waking up early mornings with the kids and stuff, and going down. And uh, um, I, I will just mention, I, I've mostly been playing Ratchet and Clank. Very child friendly, really good. Mm. You know, yeah. I, I know we talked about the PS4 Ratchet and Clank game kind of at length uh, oh, you know, years ago now, which was good. This is just more of the same. It's just really good nice. platforming. It's yeah. such a good experience. But we'll talk more about that next it's week. Okay, very good. Yes, yes. Um, let's return to beers because we've got a little bit of time to spend, perhaps, because mm. we've done a six beer episode. Yeah. Lucy, I'll come to you first. Yeah. Uh, we you won't can go launch pee in. If you want or something. No, 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 it's okay. <laughs> okay. I think I, I think I, I've got five minutes. Got five ten minutes in me. Okay. Um, we won't launch there. into you know <laughs> episodes gone past of which was your favourite, but just just describe the beers for us and yeah. what um, you enjoyed. The track one is very much a, um, yeah, someone who's been around for nine years and at the top of their mm. game. Just a very good dipper. Um, really fruity. Oh. But still well balanced and having that big body. Nice bit of pineiness. Slight bit of bitterness. Um, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to say this is my favourite. The Nitro Ooh. Caribbean Chocolate Cake. Because like, mm-hmm. it's, it's such a... I don't even know how they do it. It's 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 wizardry how you get a a beer that smooth. Mm. Um, I mean, it says nitro on the can, and there's so many beers that I've had where it's like, oh, nitro, but it's just like this just tastes like any other beer. But this is, yeah, it's it's so smooth, and I mean, it's it's a recipe that they've been perfecting over several years, as we said. So it's like. They've got the base there, so mm-hmm. you know that foundation's very good already. But just add the nitro on top; it just makes everything even better. So yeah, five pound well spent. Nice, nice, good, good. Um, I'll jump in just to give add all you five more minutes with, uh, or two more minutes with the beer that you're currently drinking. Um, both beers uh, from Arbor for me this evening. Uh, I haven't finished the Porter Express. I drank that a lot slower. Than I did the the Panettone. The Panettone went down very very quickly, mm. and I think a lot of that came down to the dryness of it on the end and that kind of 
finish, that raisin finish, wanting me to be like, this is kind of a bit sweet as a finish. I need a little bit more of this. Mm-hmm. Whereas the, the Porter Express, that kind of more leathery, molasses kind of flavour to it doesn't draw you instantly to want to go back to it. So the finish for that was more kind of maybe a little bit bitter, maybe a little bit smoked, but kind of maybe some more sweet sort of fruit, maybe a bit of raspberry, a bit of blueberry perhaps in there. And I think the finish on the Porter Express is much more satisfying than it is on the Panettone. And I think I would I would give it just, I would edge it just towards the Porter Express, although I think I could drink the Panettone all night. But I'm probably okay with just one Porter Express, not having another one after this, because it is such a strong set of flavours that it's very, very overpowering. And I think I would be like, cool, I would just go to like a lemonade after this. Uh, You know, I'd go for a gin after this, probably. Uh, Something like that instead. I, I probably wouldn't even have a beer. After this, I just go for a gin and lemonade or something like that mm-hmm. instead. Um, so, whilst I would probably give it to the Porter Express as the better beer, mm. as an experience, the Panettone was just a uh, kind of a nicer beer to drink through, I guess. Um, and I probably will nurse the Porter Express for you know the next half an hour or so whilst but before mm-hmm. I go to bed, kind of thing. Um, so yeah, both good beers. For completely different reasons, yeah. Uh, for me this evening, um, Adam, how about you? Yep, like them both. Good. <laughs> um, they're very different beers, so like I think it's it, it's not a thing I can be like this one over the other one because mm. one's a dark, smoky, classically German but very interestingly regional thing, and the smokiness is definitely a thing. If, if you're at all interested in seek this out, it's very neat. Uh, and the other one is a. Uh, Dea doing Dea stuff. It's a great sure. dipper. It's um, it's I definitely still taste that eight percent um on it, which is kind of refreshing because I feel like the last few times I've had sort of larger, bigger, um, especially IPAs, they just don't taste like it in a way that can be dangerous. This is actually making mm. me sip it a little slower because it feels bigger because it has that sweetness that is clearly lent partly by the alcohol. Mm-hmm. I'll say the um, the um, earthiness is slightly there, but really it's that that with the smoke off my palate, the um, that like mandarin sweetness and the citrus is a lot. The sweetness and the citrus have melded a lot more, so it's even more mandariny than than I had before. Um, it still has long legs uh, as far as the finish. It's just a really tasty beer, and I if I was in the pub. After an eight percent, like half a liter of an eight percent, I would just have enough non wherewithal to be like, "Yes, yeah, sure, I'll have another one." These is tasty, even mm. though it's eight mm. percent, right? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It invites you to have more, and so I would have another one, even though I didn't want another eight percent. That sure. makes sense. Yeah, so both much. excellent beers. I, I, I've had a very good night beer wise, and a pretty yeah. good night. Company no, I'm joking. A very good night company. <laughs> good, good. I'm glad for the roundup on 
on, on all of our beers. Like all of our beers have been good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes a massive difference yeah. to needing yeah. the toilet. So I'm going to round up incredibly <laughs> quickly yeah. and let us get out of here. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, you can get us at Tanked Up Cast on the socials. Go to outoflives.net. I'm at Nova underscore 47. Adele is... At the Army Arc. Lucy is... Lucy Lose 9 you can get us on all of the places everything we're not going to extend this any longer than we need to thank you for joining us we've been tagged up goodbye bye bye and don't hold it in just because Ben did it doesn't mean you can't just go the thing you're doing and go just go while I'm sat here Uh, www.outoflives.net